Welcome everyone to the very first episode of the debate. Uh, I'm William Merritt here with Jacob Kelso, and up, guys? it's been a long time coming. We promised one on July 4th. It's never had the. It was never it was in the right timing to get it done. But we promised y'all that we would have one out. We just got super busy. Yeah, summer's been busy. I went to Alaska on a mission trip. Jacob got sick. It's been been crazy and uh, football practice finally found some time to record today and we are so excited to start this new chapter of our podcast careers yep a lot a lot different than touchdown takes uh, we'll be talking a lot about a lot more and uh, we have a lot of exciting things planned for the future of this podcast we're covering a whole lot of new topics today we're going to the we're going to the mlb to talk about the trade deadline and MLB, through. NFL, uh, bas- NBA. We're we'll talking a little bit about basketball. We're going to the Drew League, baby. Yes, sir. We're the Drew League and NFL fall camps. We have a whole episode full of great debates to talk about today. We are so excited to bring them to you. Yes, we are. All right, let's get started. First storyline. Uh, Jacob, you can handle this one. All right. So today, it was, this week has been the MLB trade deadline, as you baseball fans know. The biggest trade of this deadline comes out of Washington, D.C., trading Juan Soto. Uh, no. Padres. Don't tell me. Juan Soto and Josh Bell to the Padres. I low-key think that the Nationals did get a really good haul back, though, for Soto. In my Gore, opinion, as a Nationals fan. One of the top, one of the top prospects in baseball, McKenzie Gore, and a bunch of other really good top prospects. But – yeah, they, they, they're not – that's not a good trade at all. The Padres yeah. won that trade by a lot. I, I for we real, I was so, when, when I heard it, I was so sad. As a national fan, like, we've, like, over the past few years, we've been, like, striving to be actually good and, like, relevant in MLB. I mean, of course, we had the World Series win in 2019. We won the World Series. But other than that, we've been pretty ir- irrelevant and – I thought, we thought, all of us thought, maybe Juan Soto could bring us back to that place on top of MLB, the baseball world. And uh, Bryce Harper brought y'all to. What is it? It's kind of like, how Bryce, kind of like Bryce Harper, where they get, he gets you there, but then he leaves. Yeah, facts, exactly. And he was a right fielder, too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and some more other interesting trades, too, for the deadline, with the Yankees acquiring Harrison Bader from the Cardinals. Yeah, they also acquired Frankie Montez from the from the A's. The Yankees really just went more for like get some pieces, not stars. Well, they also got Andrew Benintendi too. Who do you think has come away from the uh, trade deadline with the most talent and the most potential to win Padres. a World Series? The Padres. Padres. Yeah, Juan I agree. Soto and Fernando Tatis, the two best young players in baseball in the same team. I mean, yeah, you have the two youngest player, best youngest players on the baseball on the same team. But at the same time, you have to pay those two superstars. You have to pay them. And no one's cap space, except for maybe the Dodgers, because they're in L.A., can handle the type of money that Juan Soto and Fernando Tatis Jr. require. One of them's, one of them's not lasting. Like, no, no. Gonna, and, in my Soto's opinion, gonna it's going to be Soto. Because they already paid Tatis. Right. And I think I think he is their well, franchise move, player. They might just move on. They might move, from, move on from Machado to make the make the money work. Which mm-hmm. I that's what I would do is move on from Machado and make the money work. 
Yeah, I mean, and you have Manny to Machado's a great third baseman, best third baseman in baseball. Don't get me wrong, but one of the best players in baseball. But you also just brought in the youngest, one of the youngest best players in baseball, who's who's asking for that type of money. Would you yeah. rather, Padres fans, I'm asking you this question: Who'd you rather pay, Machado or Soto? Soto. Which one helps you win a World Series this year and for years to come? It would be Soto. Soto is twenty. What twenty four? Uh, Soto just turned 20. I think he may be 23, so. He's a young buck, dude. Yeah. He'll be he'll be good for a long time. And some other MLB news. The Yankees and Aaron Judge looking like they – I think Aaron Judge is looking like he's going to stay in pinstripes because yeah. of the love for the city he has and he's shown it this year. Yankees fans, how do you guys – like, whoa, who do you think – let's do our actual way too early World Series predictions. For this year? It won't so be two, way too still, still two months away from the playoffs. Nothing solidified. Okay. Here's my World Series prediction. My I think Yankees get there. Okay, go ahead. You say. And the Padres get there. Who do you got then? I got I think the Yankees win in seven. Because I, I think the Yankees have overall more depth and more talent. Okay, here's the reason I'm not taking the Yankees. The Padres Everyone else the Padres have three stars, they're really top heavy, but they don't have much of a middle. <laughs> the, the Padres are like the Brooklyn Nets of the MLB. Yeah, they cut, they, they gutted their bench for, yeah, they gutted their role players for stars. Mm-hmm. Which, hey, in, the, in baseball, work, it work, might work. It might. I mean, you never know. Um, but the yeah, here's the reason I'm not, basketball. here's the reason I'm not taking the Yankees to win the World Series is because the Yankees are that type of team and they get to the postseason, they can never do anything and, Normally, and that's because their management, their front office, they never put them in a position to make a long playoff run. And I just don't see it, yeah, having it in them. I think also because they just they don't look for good contact hitters, they have a bunch of big bats, but they can go cold. Yeah, the Yankees can go cold for three games in a row, and they're down 3 0. And you're like, this, oh wow, where'd that go? Yeah, exactly, and then they can't. They can also and then go they can't hot and be like on a ten-game winning streak, and you're seeing, and you're saying like, "Oh, they're ten and up, you know, in the playoffs because they can get hot." Right. Also, your I think here's my MVP predictions too for this baseball season. AL MVP is gonna be Aaron Judge. Look at Aaron Judge right now, dude's already hit forty-five home runs. Oh yeah, Aaron Judge has it in the bag. I I don't see anyone else coming in close. Aaron Judge might actually hit seventy-three bombs this year. He might break the record. He might. He's going to push it. For sure. And then the NL, I think it's going to probably be Juan Soto. Who's going to be on a winning team now? Um, Soto deserved it, in my opinion, anyways. Yeah, I agree. Dog is, 20, dog is just all, he's dog in pitchers. Like he's babying the best pitchers in baseball. Yeah, and I feel like there are games where he holds back from his full potential. Because the team's so bad that he kind of wants to ruin his straight value. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, just get me out of D.C. All right. Um, next. Uh, what we have next, we're talking about the Drew League, moving on to baseball into the bat- basketball world. Um, this has been – this Drew League, If for those of who, you who are not aware, is like a pro-am team. It's like um, just basically uh, almost like a pickup league, and it's played in uh, Compton. But a yeah, lot of the biggest wrong. names in the NBA 
Indeed, and it, it was for where it was originally for like what like streetball kids from Compton to come prove themselves to scouts. Yeah, basically. And now it just now the, the NBA's players are pulling up to the Drew League and stuff. It's basically used as an exhibition. LeBron making his appearance this year was so unexpected. Yeah, I don't know if I would have expected it if I expected DeMar it. DeMar DeRozan and LeBron James combined for 72 points in their Drew League debuts this year. <laughs> yeah, they're a good duo. Man, imagine the Lakers would have just took DeRozan over Westbrook. But I don't see it. I, I... It would have been such a better – it would have been such a better year. <laughs> I mean, if they had – Because DeRozan okay. does not need to be the – this, like, he does not have to have the ball in his hands, so he dominates. Imagine, imagine the Lakers did take uh, DeRozan over Westbrook. Can you see the Lakers winning a championship? Not a ring, but definitely being in the at least the, at least the second round. At yeah. least, I think they could made the, I think they could have made the finals too. I agree, and I, I generally think, think was, if that if it was Warriors Lakers conference finals, that thing could could have won seven games. But at the same time, though, you cannot blame the Lakers on success. The Lakers, uh, you cannot blame their losses on Russell Westbrook specifically oh, alone. It was it mainly was Vogel. To be terrible. Yeah. One player does not make it that bad. Yeah, I agree. And he wasn't. And half the half the time he, he wasn't was even, even bad. He was. He was still averaging like twenty nine and nine. Yeah. Because he's he can't shoot worth the lick, but. That doesn't matter if you can get everything else done. I mean, he can play defense and he can pass. Um, that's what matters to the Lakers. He doesn't try hard enough on defense anymore. Yeah. Man, I hate the way people talk about Westbrook now because this just like four or five years ago, everyone said this this dude might be the best point guard of all time and it's all said and done. <laughs> he is very hated on. He's hated on because he plays in LA. Same thing with AD. It's like I hate the AD. The AD disrespect needs to stop. Yeah, AD is a really good player. If AD when AD is healthy, he is a top ten player in the league when fully healthy, playing at full strength. Yeah, I agree. He's a top six player in the, in the NBA. Easily, I mean, I, I think... AD he's a rare combination of a center, like a big man that can dribble, pass, shoot, play perimeter defense, interior defense, rebound, block shots, get steals. He can do it all. Yeah. AD just the only thing he can't do is stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the Drew League, back to the Drew League. I'm sorry, I got off topic. But the Drew League, Drew League. Um, one thing Trey Young and saw, John Collins. Yeah, Trey John Collins going off playing. They're looking lights deadly. out. I think it, honestly, what it means for the I don't, but I'm not going to buy into too much stock here in the Drew League either because look who they're going against. Yeah. It's NBA players going against street ballers and stuff. Exactly. All respect to street ballers. They're just not NBA players. No, they're not even close to NBA players. Yeah, but they're good players, but they're just not that people. I know. They would destroy you and me, but they're not NBA. NBA is on another level. Yeah, like Trey Young and John Collins. I'm not going to buy into too much saying the Hawks were in championship, but like. No, but I think they'll be more productive. Chemistry, though. I like how they're building their chemistry in the actual live run. It's a good way to build chemistry. Yeah, I agree. Like the Warriors can just the Warriors can not play basketball with each other for three years and then still have that same chemistry because they played together for so long. Yeah, and look at where that got them. Yeah, look, the Warriors this year played eleven minutes total together on the floor of the big three. All of them, and then the playoffs came and that chemistry was right where they left off at. Yeah, the runs. It's just like 
I'm not going to buy into too much of the greatness of the Drew League. It's like, it's great. I don't, it's great not to talk about, but like, not, you don't, it's kind of the summer league where you don't buy in too much on a rookie. There's a lot of people in the summer league that aren't drafted. They weren't drafted for a reason, big dog. Yeah, exactly. They're the bottom of the tier of the NBA. That's yeah. still a great basketball player. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's just the bottom of the NBA. It's nothing wrong with, like, you can get hyped over a rookie in the summer league. Like, Keegan Murray looked great, but how is it going to translate into the first game of the season? Who's playing yeah. better comp? Or Chet Holmgren. How is he going to translate? Or Paolo. Well, I think Paul. I think Paolo's going to translate immediately just because of his play style. But yeah, and also because of his team. Yeah, he actually has a decent core around him, too. Don't yeah. sleep on the Magic, y'all. No, the Magic have Suggs. Um, Suggs, Paul Anthony, Franz Wagner, Paolo, Wendell yeah. Carter, Jonathan Isaac. It's, it, it's better Foles. than you think. That's not that's not a bad team at all. No, it's not. Like it's not a championship team, obviously. It could be a playing team though. I think could sneak in there as a ten seed. I wouldn't bank on it this year. I can see it. I wouldn't I wouldn't so. bank on it, but it, if it does happen, don't be like, oh wow, this team's surprising. Yeah. It's like cause they have talent. Like OKC, okay, they're a French playoffs team already. All right. Um uh, Paul George said he would pull up to the Drew League. Can you see that is he happening? Pull up? I want to see Paul George pull up, though. I want to see him pull up and break some threes. Paul George, he gets too much disrespect, too. I'm sleeping on Paul George. I'm not sleeping on him. I'm just saying he's gotten worse. Well, obviously, he got older, too. Yeah, yeah, true. I'm just saying, though, like, he's not a, he is still a top 15 player in the league. Yeah, he is. Paul he George is. is still the perfect second option besides Kawhi Leonard. Who would you who would you take? Would you take rather would you rather take Paul George or Russell Westbrook? Well, Paul George. <laughs> it's not close. You sure? I'm not having my point guard shooting 27% from three and 41 from the field. Well, there was a point in time where you would have taken Russell Westbrook over Paul George. Well, obviously there? there would have been a point in time. Like yeah. Prime Westbrook. If you're talking about primes. I'm talking about Prime Westbrook versus oh. Prime George. Oh, Prime Westbrook. Okay, yeah, for sure. Because George going out there and getting you 31, 10, and 10, and like two steals and a block. <laughs> yeah. And he's actually shooting like 34, 35% from three, you know? Yeah, he's, he's playing decently. He's shooting decent. He's shooting a decent percentage. All right, now, finally if they, for if they, this. If they trade Russell Westbrook to Brooklyn, they're going to start calling him the next BBB, the Brooklyn Brick Brothers, him and Ben Simmons. <laughs> That would be oh great. my gosh! I'd watch it just to see at the free throw line, dude. Imagine those free throws. Free throw percentage on that team's dropping tremendous. Ben Simmons, I think Ben. Watch, we're going to talk about Ben Simmons can't shoot all year. He's going to come back next like this season to watch him be splashing threes. Watch him. I wouldn't be surprised. Just watch Ben Simmons just coming here and like be an MVP candidate in the, the year. He goes, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, Ben. <laughs> Whatever, bud. All right. Um, Who else? I heard Steph Curry might pull up to the Drew League. I mean, maybe. Steph Curry pulls up to the Drew League, but you might as well just like, you might as well just give them people oxygen tanks. They got to chase them around all day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like every time Steph Curry plays, I try, I can't keep my eye on him because every time he, I look, I look away from my screen, I can't find him. <laughs> 
He's constantly all I see is him, all I see sure. the ball goes to the hoop. I'm like, the Steph Curry for three. I'm like, okay, that, that happens. All right. Um, do you have any insight maybe on, like, why LeBron made his return to the league now? I think Le- LeBron made his return mostly to all oh, was it called. I think it was mostly to get, like, back in the media of the ring. You know, get people excited about his season this year. Yeah, he was like, "Oh no, no one's talking about me. I, I have to, I have to go uh, make some news for people to talk about me." I'm sorry, but how do you shoot two for thirteen from a high school three and you play in the NBA? <laughs> it's, LeBron, exactly what are you explaining to do? It's be, it's it's because LeBron wants the attention. LeBron can nail all those threes if he wanted to. No, no. Yeah, he LeBron did. Probably like six or seven of them, though, not two. I mean, he okay, maybe not nail all of them, but he can make more oh. than he did. But Trey Young did. Trey Young needed attention too, but he went there with like six for eight. Yeah. Trey Young shot nine shots the entire game and like fourteen assists. Trey Young went crazy. He had like twenty points and like twenty five assists. All right. I'm sorry, but if you're an NBA player and you can't even make a high school three, though, LeBron, come on, you better have a missing on purpose to get attention. It's working though. Yeah, for real. How does this Drew? How does the Drew League affect LeBron's legacy? <laughs> he's not the he's not the goat. MJ would have dropped a hundred in the Drew. I'm not just All right, moving away from the Drew League and basketball. Um, what about let's start? Let's talk about NFL fall practice, um, fall camps. What's happening there? Which Is there anyone who stood been- out? How about how about among the rookies? Who among the rookies has stood out the most to you? All right, so my most exciting rookie, like the one who's impressed me the most, like the one who's looked the best out of all the rookies. Aiden Hutchinson has looked like an absolute beast in training camp. Yeah, he has. He's looked good. He's torn up the Lions line. Y'all be always going to the Lions line. The Lions offensive line is good. Yeah. I well, the offensive think line is protecting that good offensive line. Yeah. He's beating an all he's beating an all pro level tackle in Panay Sewell. Like it's nothing. He's gonna be amazing. Oh yeah. Like, and I expected that from him though. Like the one surprising the most of his talent already has been like even the fundamentals are there now, Trayvon Walker. He's looking like a way more finished project than he was at Georgia. Yeah. Sauce Gardner's locking up again with Sauce Gardner. Derek Stingley's looking great too in Texas. Gardner. In my opinion, Gardner is looking better than Stingley. Oh, for sure. Stingley but, has had more big plays in camp, but Gardner's locked up more consistently. Yeah. Trent McDuffie has looked really good in training camp for the Chiefs. Yes. If a, if a quarterback can pick off Mahomes twice in the same game, it's a great quarter. That's a great corner. I agree. He's played well. Um, what about for me? It's probably for me. It's probably Pickens. Um. George Pickens? Yeah, George Pickens. I think he's going to be... Steelers, right? Yep, plays for the Steelers. I think he's and running for uh, Rookie of the Year. I can definitely see it, dude. He is a beast. He's played really well, and that's even with a quarterback who's not the best. Kenny Pickens look kind of bad. Kenny Pickens look bad, but that's just because he's a, he's, a, he's a rookie transitioning from college to NFL ball. Yeah, with a, with a little tiny... Tiny hands, it can't even hold a Big Mac. Never mind. I'm not going to start with that. <laughs> no, pause. Oh, God, I, have so many, I have so many jokes. Pause. It can't even hold a Big Mac, bro. But besides the point of that, it's like he is taking third-string reps behind Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph. 
That's concerning. Yeah, it is. That'll be, he at least should be taking second team left. He at least should be ahead of Mason Rudolph. Yeah, that's what you should expect from your first-round quarterback pick. I get, like, Mitchell being behind Mitchell Trubisky because Trubisky's – he's not a bad quarterback. I mean, he's not as bad Trubisky as people say he is. Trubisky played for Chicago. It's not his fault. Yeah. They can't even draft him a receiver. But, like, Trubisky, he's not a bad quarterback. You know, he went number two for a reason. He still he has talent. But Mason Rudolph? How are you behind Mason Rudolph, big dog? Like, Kenny Pickett hasn't looked – he's been so far one of the more disappointing rookies. Yeah, I agree. Malik Willis has also looked good, too. Malik Willis has looked like he's been the best quarterback in this draft. Yeah, I mean, I – but that's just – and. We're not just saying that because we are high on Malik Willis and he's like our hometown quarterback. I'm saying that also because like he has actually looked genuinely good. He he's looked like he is the more. There was always more of a raw prospect. He's looked like he's been the more finished product between the two. Yeah, yeah. Malik Willis's accuracy has improved a whole lot. His decision making is improving day by day. It seems it's all great reports out of Titans camp. Like Ryan Tannehill loves the dude. Like he's one of the most humble rookies in the league. I'm I'm calling it by the end of the year though. Malik Willis is going to be getting a lot of reps though with the, with the Titans. Like they're going to put him in packages and stuff. Oh yeah, he'll be putting packages first game probably. Well, like Lamar Jackson was last when he got drafted, like when they used him as package quarterback. All right, uh, what team seems to be separating themselves from other teams uh, that you've seen in fall in fall camp? The Chiefs have looked like they've been just fine without Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Mahomes already is clicking great with the receivers. But they're not really separating themselves from other teams, so they were already separated from other teams in general. You expect this type of training camp from the Chiefs, like where everything's tight and looks good. I got to say the Jets have looked amazing, too, at training camp. Yeah, they have. But the Jets have looked full of energy. Zach Wilson's out here banging his teammates' moms. Bro, you know that story, <laughs> bro. He's, he's got he's got that dog in him. They have great chemistry over there in New York. The command. Bro, don't say it like that. Looks, Carson Wentz looks like a different dude since he's been in DC. He's looking yeah. good again, Carson Wentz. Yes. But I don't know how much of that is training camp. Though, like training camp, you're not. No one's going 100 percent speed though. Still, teams different. Like. They're, here's the good team that's different, differentiating themselves good right now. Probably the Patriots. The pa- Mac Jones looking in the best shape of his life. They've differentiated themselves from middle of the tier teams in the AFC to like a playoff contender now in the AFC. Do you do you have the Patriots as legitimate AFC potentially AFC contenders? Yeah. From the yeah. way they looked in training camp, I think that they can actually contend, not even just for a playoff spot. I, mean, I think that team can contend for a championship. Yeah, I agree. Because of how well Mac Jones has looked so far in training camp, I think Mac Jones grinded this offseason because he knew that spanking in the playoffs didn't feel good. He didn't want that to happen again. It's not just Mac Jones either. It's also they built – uh, Belichick has built a really solid team. Belichick has been – Belichick – I think Belichick's calling the plays offensively, too, so it's like... Yeah, no more McDaniels. The team that separated themselves the worst right now is the Raiders. The Raiders look bad. The Raiders have looked bad, and it's Devontae probably... And, Devontae and Carr don't have any chemistry there. I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, I, 
They just got together though, so give them. Yeah, time. I I don't think it's gonna, they're gonna be bad though. I think I can no, see playoffs. They're gonna be good. They're gonna be good. They're gonna push. They're gonna push for the playoffs. Yeah, they're gonna be right in the mix. The entire, right. the entire, the entire AFC West will just be going like this all year, changing standings all over the place, and then it's probably gonna solidify itself. Yeah. All right. Are there any players who have dispelled questions or concerns? Like anyone who you think have like. For example, like Tua, he's undergone criticism for his arm, lack of arm strength, and we've seen videos of him like just uncorking throws to Tyreek Hill yeah, perfectly like, placed. Tua, I think he's silencing some questions, but also I still think there's a lot. There's still some questions with Tua too, though. Yeah, I think Tua he's silencing some questions, but the quarterback silencing the most questions right now is Baker Mayfield. He's proven why he was why he deserves to be a top paid QB. Like he's proven why he's a legitimate top fifteen quarterback. Yeah, it's like there he's looking good. He really the is. Play, the play that's like raising a lot of concern for me has been his the division rival of the Panthers. That's been um who was I about to say? Marcus Mariota. He's raising concerns. He's still looking like he hasn't gotten better. Yeah, Mariota. Mariota's looking really good. Yeah, Mariota's him and Arthur Smith are clicking again. That's good. Yeah, they are. Don't sleep, don't sleep on the Falcons either. That team has a lot of studs. Mm-hmm. The Falcons, they're not gonna make the playoffs, but they're gonna be competitive. No, they are gonna be competitive, and that's only because their division is absolute garbage. The Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence is silencing questions. Trevor Lawrence proving why he was the best QB prospect of Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trevor Lawrence will. He finally, he finally has weapons. Yeah, I agree. I know the most improved players are not an award in the NFL, but if it was, Trevor Lawrence would be my pick to win it. If you could give a most improved player award to someone right now, at this point, in fall camp, who would be? Tua. Tua, okay. Tua this offseason, he looks like a different player. Mm-hmm. So much more confidence. I can help my Kyrie. Mm, yeah, you can tell he's put in the work. All right, final storyline. We have Deshaun Watson and his suspension. Oh, oh, I can't stand that guy. I can't either, dude. Am I like? Am I honest opinion? He should be in prison right now. He should. He should. He should be behind bars. He shouldn't play football anymore. He shouldn't get his contract money. He should never. Play it down the NFL again, but it's not going to happen because the NFL can't suspend somebody. The proper yeah, way. like everything he's done, and I am no by no means a legal expert, but like everything that he's done, in my opinion, he should definitely not never play football again. Maybe even go to a criminal court or something. I think he least. should at least have for at least jail time. Yeah, and, I, and, I think I think he should at least be suspended for at least a season, at least. Yeah. But um, what is it called? It's like we can do a math equation with this man's suspension. It's like so he he assaulted 30 women. And he has to spend six games. How many women is one game of football? Five. You know how degrading that must be to women though, too? Bro, you said it. I know. <laughs> you know how degrading that must be to hear though, like that they're giving him a six game suspension for that? Yeah, I agree. I feel like 
I'm not saying that. It would make me very angry. But five women's worth one football game in the NFL? Mm-hmm. That's that's crappy. It's sad. One woman's not even like one football game is not even worth one game. Okay, so if it was up to you and ignore jail time or not talk about jail time, if it was suspension time, how long would your suspension be? He assaulted 30 women, 30 women, right? Yep. I think it was somewhere around that number. Maybe maybe even more. 60 games. 60, 60 games? games? So what would that, that would be like... That's half hot. a woman per game. That's what? I, can, I wish I could give him a longer suspension, but like, I think... So, you, so you, in your opinion, you don't think he should play football ever again? I think he should at least be suspended for at least five seasons. Mm-hmm. At least five. I would say never again. Probably five. Or suspended indefinitely until he can prove that he has a character change. Yeah, I agree. Like, but it has to be at least over. At least, at least had to be over a two-year period. Though. There has to be. There has to be. And I don't want to make this political, but there has to be a point where these, change. where these guys in society who are like in the upper echelon of, of our society, where they have to be punished for what they're doing. Like, if that was, I, I don't know if this is true, but if it was some normal dude on the street who did that. He would never, he would never walk the earth again. He'd be in prison. He would be in prison and possibly on death row. Not death row. He'd definitely be on life in prison. He would die there. I mean, honestly, I could see either, but I mean, but yeah, all I'm saying is death, death row is fair for sexual assault. The only reason I say that is because I think murder should be death row. That should be the only premise death row. Yeah. Because you take take yours, like eye for an eye sort of thing. After those depressing thoughts. Uh, but Deshaun Watson definitely shouldn't play football again. But, mm-hmm. Or at least he should at least have his contract with those the Browns. All right. Um, He's so still do you think two hundred thirty million dollars? Do you think the sp- suspension will be a factor uh, for the Browns? Yeah, they're not going to make the playoffs because they're going to get off to a horrible start. Mm-hmm. I agree. They're going to be going into games with Josh Rosen at QB. That's not good. Just take your loss, dude. All right, and do you think Deshaun will play well when he gets back from his suspension, or will he play crappy? He'll play well because the talent Deshaun Watson has is undeniable. Yeah, I agree. You know, like he can turn any team that's losing into a winning franchise. He did it with, he did it with the Texans. And that's why it's sad that he's wasted it. By doing I know. This. It's like he has potential that like, when he is healthy, completely healthy, he's a top seven quarterback in this league, maybe even top five. Yeah, I agree. Helped, like Deshaun Watson's potential is so high that he's he just threw it away. It's just sad that he's how bad he threw it away too. It is. It really is. I think Deshaun Watson though if he does come back when he does come back from suspension this year, if it's not longer than six games, because the NFL is appealing against it to at least be indefinite to be indefinitely to where they can control how long he's out for. Yeah. And trying to appeal it, so. But if he does come back from if it's the six game one holds and it's like, and he comes back, I think he's still going to be the same player, making the same plays, with a better team. I agree. It's just All right. sad to see it though that that much potential is getting put to waste. It is sad. So many guys have done that in the NFL and other sports, and it's just a waste of. It's a waste of talent. It's a waste of life, and it's just—it's like basically telling a woman that suspension that you are worth a fifth of the football game. Mm-hmm. 
that's a that's a slap in the face to a lot of people. It's a slap in the face to society in general. It is. It is very. I I, I do not agree with it at all. If it was me who sexually assaulted thirty women, thirty women, I would put my I would put myself in prison for life. <laughs> I would deserve that. I'm cutting that out. Please cut that out. Okay. Um, all right. So, closing thoughts. Um, I think this has been. Okay, I'm starting that over. Closing thoughts. This has been an amazing episode. We're glad and we're so excited to be back. And also, I saw this funny meme about the Sean Watson suspension talking about how these fifth, fifth, five years from now, fifth grade, third, third graders are learning about fractions and the Sean Watson sentence as a, as a word problem. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> you can't tell. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> it is pretty funny. <laughs> All right. All I right. I saw that. I saw that on the. I saw that on the Bleacher Report profile picture too. All right. So our goal for the future is to release an episode every Tuesday. Um, expect one every Tuesday. If we do not have one up, like we say, um, I will put something on our Instagram. Jacob will put something on YouTube, maybe. And we'll just let you guys know that it's not going to be up that Tuesday for whatever reason. Um, with are off schedule. Um, we have some exciting things planned coming up. We might play some Madden, put it on YouTube. We might um, do some live streams, whatever it may be. So be sure to tune in, spread word about the podcast, share it with your friends, and hope you guys enjoy. Thank you guys so much for the support, even though we've been away for a while. Thank you guys for letting us, for. Thank you guys for watching, and please enjoy the rest of your day, whatever day you're watching this song. And keep God bless, and remember to keep him number one. Peace out. Yes, sir. Peace out. This is editing William uh, from the future. Um, you're listening to it when you're listening to this is probably going to be uh, sometime, obviously sometime after August 23rd when it's released. Um, everything that we talked about in this episode is happened probably like two weeks ago. Um, it just took me so long to get a bunch of technical things figured out. Um, and so long story short, it took me forever to get this episode out and edited and, um, just ready for you guys. So, um, if you're wondering why there's, we know we're talking about Juan Soto still or Deshaun Watson or whatever it may be, that is why, um, we will, uh, be on scheduling or on track with our scheduling for the next episode, which will come out next Tuesday. Um, so yeah, but again, thank you guys so much for the support and, um, until next time.